exclusive. The opinions expressed in Nerds on the Left do not necessarily reflect those of the B&E Podcast Network or any affiliated podcast. Enjoy the show. Nerds on the left. I'm Rodney, and I'm sitting here with Michael. Hey, two two episodes in a row. I, I know. I, it, it's like almost like you uh, belong here or something. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. And then well, we have a special guest hanging out with us today. Uh, this is Marcus Reynolds. He is the founder, CEO. What do you what what title do you go by? Uh, what you gonna go with? Go with the founder. I'm the founder of Minority Reform. Um, it is a community uh, togetherness organization. We'll call it that. Um, and we're up and coming, so just be looking out for us. Okay, and, and we, we got some questions for you, so we'll do a little interview at the end, but right now we're just hanging out and we're talking about some nerd stuff. How about yeah. that? how about it? Let's go. <laughs> let's go. I like that. I like the enthusiasm. Yeah, let's go. So this was kind of like a a really horrible week for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I don't need the ACA for my medical care, but I, I got to admit, like this week has gotten my blood pressure up. I'm addicted to reading like the hashtag save ACA. Yeah. People's heartbreaking stories and the occasional asshole who's just like, yeah, yeah. Who, who cares about those people? And then you see uh, Paul Ryan dabbing because then you want to kick him in the dick. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's just, it's been a really stressful week and, and, and we're not going to do a lot of politics in the beginning of the episode, but you can't come in nerds on the left and then go straight to the politics, man. Yeah, I know. Where's the nerdy shit? You're right. Oh <laughs> you got to do a compliment sandwich. You got to do like the nerd stuff and then like the political shit that pisses everybody off and divides our audience. <laughs> and then uh, at the very end, that's when we promote when half of our audience is left. Yeah. Like... <laughs> no, because they're probably the same way as us. They hear us say something angry, so they stay to write the comments. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Be completely honest. Uh, eight. Well, it was probably just used as a scapegoat, mm-hmm. but the ACA could have potentially fucked me because if my, you know if Mary gets uh, insur- or, you know a job where she gets insurance, she yeah. can't be on mine anymore. Yeah, yeah. and mine's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, that's just a scapegoat, and as soon as it gets repealed, it's like, so you gonna <laughs> take that little caveat off my insurance, you sons of bitches? Yeah. Yeah. Like, now that the ACA is gone. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Is it basically just like if you have it through the marketplace and she gets her? Well, her I don't employer? know. But I have mine through my employer. Through your job? Yeah. And so if she gets a job that offers insurance, she can't be on yours still. Exactly. Yes. That's not fair. I yeah, thought yeah. they could. I thought she could like deny hers and still just stay under yeah, yours. If she is. That's normally how it is. Yeah, but if she his is, workplace has yeah. a rule. So oh, if she works shitty. at a place with. I think it's more than like 10 or 15 people and they offer insurance. Yeah. She has to take that insurance and I have to kick her off of mine. doesn't matter if it's subpar insurance. She can't be double insured. Yeah. You know, like some people are. Yeah. I mean, it could be, it doesn't matter if it's, this will keep you from dying and that's about it. Doesn't matter. 
she has to take that. Yeah, it's like my up. kids when I have them can stay on mine till you know twenty six. Do you yeah. want kids? Have we talked about this before? I'm ambivalent. Mara wants kids, so eventually we're probably going to have kids. But if we don't have kids, it's not going to kill me. So you don't want kids, or you do want kids, or you literally you're right in the middle. You're like you're <laughs> the quarter standing on its side. More or less, you know, it's cool. I if I did have kids, she'd be the person I'd want to have kids with. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not going to break my heart if we don't if we don't have kids. Yeah, more money for, for shit. Yeah. It's definitely more money on your taxes, though. I don't give a fuck about that, man. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you got to spend more money on shit, you'll spend more money. You'll want more money on taxes. I'm one of these weird Americans who really enjoy paying taxes. I just really enjoy I really do. Like, I'm being serious. Like, I love paying taxes. And whenever I drive around, I appreciate the things that I'm getting for my money. Yeah? Yeah, man. It's, It's weird. But, like, a kid, like, you don't, like... You're not going to appreciate getting a kid for your money. Oh, God, no. What a horrible <laughs> return on investment that is. Exactly. You're going to spend a shit ton of money. It's like 20 grand to have out. the kid. Exactly. And then it's like, what is it, like 200 grand over the course of the kid's life, if not more? I, I, I saw an estimate online, so I don't, I don't know what the fuck God. that was actually calculating. See, I wanted kids, but I didn't think I was ever going to have them, so I was okay with just like always wanting kids. I feel like that was Get fulfilling dog, enough. Man. I got two dogs, so that was perfect. Yeah. It's like I got a wife and two dogs. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. But then she had a kid, so, you know, I had to. <laughs> you said it. You sounded like <laughs> like she surprised you with it. She did. She just like, came oh. home one day, and she had this baby with her. Yeah, it was like two weeks before my birthday. I was like, oh, man. This is your first kid, second kid, third kid? my first kid. Um, I don't want to jinx myself and call it my last, but uh, it's my first kid is born November 30th. Um, little bundle of joy. Um, he definitely has more gas than all three of us in this room. Um, <laughs> I could have told you that one, man. Oh man. But I mean, you imagine you, you expect kids to, you know, pass a little gas, but this guy like clears rooms. Like you will oh, hear him. I thought you hallway. were saying he's energetic. No, no gas. No, oh, no, shit, no. This man. guy has gas. Not, like, not yeah, energy. Obviously the baby's more energetic than me. Not like, fuel. no, I'm no. like Jabba. Like, no, I need my, my hover sled to get no. anywhere. He, he clearly eats beans all day, all day, okay. all morning. So uh, that pureed like cauliflower and shit really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Um, a <laughs> couple of blowouts a week, you know, straight up the back. So, oh man, I mean, it's the stuff you got to get used to. Or yeah. you could just not have a kid and not have to deal with that. Hey, man. That's that's the route I'm going. Hey, that's, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. You, you save yourself a shit ton of money on diapers and wipes, I'll tell you that. I'm going through maybe 12 diapers a day. 12 diapers Good a day? Lord. A day. So you do the math. It's only about 30 or so in a box. Holy shit. <laughs> See, I don't mind kids, but I like other people's kids so i could hand them back when stuff like that happens yeah it was perfect like like that like now it's like oh shit he's like still here it's like oh oh that's mine isn't it i'm still stuck on the 12 diapers a day yeah you know like those bouncer walker things yeah i would just mount one of those on top of a garbage can (laughs) (laughs) like that's what i would literally do just stand here i can't i can't have a kid 
You can have a kid. You're going to have a kid I I because could, you man. said that. Because you said that, you're going to have two. Listen, okay, we've known each other for a while. Like, yeah. we met at, when we first, we both worked at Walmart in Nacogdoches College. Yeah. Like, how, how long? Six years ago? That was, I've been out of school three years now, and I didn't work there the last year, so that was at least four to five years ago. And I okay. was there for two years, so. Man, it seems it so much five, longer six than that. years ago, yeah. It's weird. It's because you're old. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm sure it is. Yeah. But I mean, I've been saying that I'm not gonna have a kid since then. Well, I'm I'm 31 now. I'm still going strong, kidless. You, that's true. That's true. Well, I don't know. I think it's because I got married. You know, you don't really have much to do after you get married. So it's <laughs> we like we watch a lot of Netflix. Netflix is where I had my kid. I don't know if you've heard the term Netflix and chill. I have. That the chill is the kid part. It gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's how you have children. You know, so. That's where that came from. Is this is it snip snip time for you now? No, I'm I'm definitely not gonna. I I'm not one for surgeries, you know. So it's a really simple procedure, man. You know, I, I it's not even a surgery, understand. really. <sighs> but it's like outpatient. Listen, dude, all they do is they, they cut your scrotum. See, that's a lot. Just a little already. bit. That's a lot already. That's a lot of work already. So you know, maybe we'll. You just... know, you stay awake for it, right? I'm definitely not gonna do this. Shit. <laughs> I can't do that. But no, what are, what are some of those movies you watch with your with your wife that keeps you away from these children? <laughs> Actually, sh- any show with children in it, it like, keeps me away from children. Yeah, it does. Like we just look at each other and then like bump fists. See, my wife yep. likes she likes like crime shows and romance. So it's either like investigation crime or complete romance and like that's the stuff i'm trying to go to sleep on. Well, all you got to do is watch Joffrey from Game of Thrones and it's like, nope, no kids ever. Yep. No kids. Yeah. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, I've caught in a couple episodes of it, but I haven't really just like gotten deep into it yet. I got so many shows. I'm I got I'm the look, fuck out of my house. I just like fucking caught up in The Walking Dead, and like there's like Stranger Things. There's like a hundred shows. Is like you can't Bro, keep Stranger up with Things all these. was like eight episodes. Yeah, but like I'm keeping up with like seven shows at once. You know, you've got to watch Game of Thrones, dude. Tyrion is amazing. No, I hear. Yeah. I hear a lot of good things about it. So one thing I hear most is he that he knows things. The one thing I hear most is that you can't have a favorite character because he's probably going to die. Yeah. Is that true? Uh, yeah, that's fairly so true. Do, yeah, you don't keep up. There's with the a couple characters. that have survived the whole time, but yeah, yeah don't get attached. Okay. No. And you know, it's also known uh, sometimes by some people by tits and dragons. Tits and dragons. So, okay. like, what sounds unappealing about tits and dragons? I don't know. I think I'm I'm kind of down for that. Yeah. Tits and dragons. As long as the dragons don't have the tits, I'm, I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's that's not bad. Like, I think I'd watch that show too. I think I'm still gonna. It's it's just a show out. about a, a, like a dragon milkman. And, and you said like... you don't watch anime. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Game of Thrones and Tyrion, uh, Peter Dinklage is actually rumored to be cast in a mystery role in The Avengers. Yeah, and I'm really excited to hear that because I think Peter Dinklage is amazing in everything he's ever done for the most part. Oh yeah, even in the shitty movies, he's the yeah, best part he's of the best part of the shitty movie. Uh, like I have a lot of respect for him. Like he, he's, I've heard him speak at a few like uh, college commencements and that kind of stuff, and he, he seems really together. Um, and I'm glad that he got a big Marvel role, but what the fuck is he doing? Like, who is he playing? He could be Adam Warlock. Then he'd be a voice more so, right? Well, I, see, at, that, that, at first, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, okay, Peter Dinklage is probably going to be voicing a CGI character or something right. like that. 
But at the same time, like, Peter Dinklage is known for his acting, not his voice acting. Well, I don't think they would put in put him in something like Modoc. That'd be interesting. That'd be weird. I heard that rumor, too, and, and I hope that one's not true. I don't think he would go for that. I don't think he would either, really. But I also heard that he was going to reprise his role from the uh, Sony... No, I'm sorry. The Fox X-Men movies. Oh, Trask? Yeah. He's going to come back as Trask somehow. I've heard that rumor. That would be interesting. And it would be weird. And he would be the first one to cross over like that. And that would give a lot of fanboys hope that there'd be a bigger Marvel Fox crossover that probably will never happen. Oh, yeah. They, people would be drooling. Oh, God, yes. Thinking of... Wolverine, they've tried, like, you know, back a dump truck full of money to <laughs> Hugh Jackman's like, one more movie, man. Come on, you one got this. More. And he signs on, and there's like, hey, man, we broke that one movie into two movies. You have to be in both. <laughs> oh, man. And it's going to be interesting because Peter Dinklage could either, you know, bring this really nuanced gravitas to the role, or he could be chewing the scenery he's crazy. And he's going to be amazing in either way. Well, I think that that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, he's known for his acting. Yeah. Like, him on camera is amazing, and he's very intimidating. Um, but the only voice acting he's ever done was for that little uh, <laughs> robot for, thing in Destiny. And that was terrible. Yeah, the Dinklage bot. God, I, I that heard was that bad. was some of the worst voice acting he anyone's just ever heard. Super phone that one in. Yeah. It's like he owed the guy a favor. He's like, fine, I'll fucking do it. And just went in and did it in the voice in the most monotone as he possibly could. Well, I've also heard he may be playing Pip the Troll, which no. is kind of like a secondary I have no character. idea who that is. Oh, really? Nope. He's in a lot of the... He's, he's around Adam Warlock all the time. Okay. Um, and if you don't know this, you actually saw Adam Warlock, we think, yeah. in, in uh, what uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. There was yeah. that, like, the cocoon it looked kind of like a cocoon bed standing on its side mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, that's what he always pops from when he regenerates. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, Pip the Troll is like one of his gang. Um, so when I hear Pip the Troll, I th- for some reason I just go to like Mr. Mix's Spitlick in DC, just some weird. He is mischievous like that. Yeah. Okay. Like, they care, like a lot of characteristics carry over back and forth. All right. I mean, either way, as long as he gets, if he's not just like a one and done sort of, hey, I'm here for 10 minutes and I'm gone, I'm cool with whatever they put him in. Yeah. I mean, if he actually agrees to the role, at this point, I have enough trust in him that he's not going to do something that's going to suck. I, I will go ahead and, and, and put my money on him being Adam Warlock. Like, I feel like he's got the face for it, and all he needs is like the crazy like blonde hair like he had yeah, in, the, in the pixel movie. Yeah. Yeah. All they got to do is grab that same wig that they used <laughs> in that, in the pixel movie, slap that on his head. And like, he's Adam Warlock. Give him a staff. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, so that was one of the casting rumors. Um, another really weird one that I thought was, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, Will Smith apparently is in talks to be in Tim Burton's uh, live remake of Dumbo which I didn't even know they were doing a Dumbo movie they've done every other one why not well I know they did Jungle Book it was yeah, pretty good they did Jungle Book they're making Lion King uh, they're actually doing a remake of that um, 
What other ones? Beauty and the Beast is coming out in March. Beauty yeah, and the Beast. Yeah. My, my wife woke me up the other day listening to the, the uh, trailer. She was like, Emma Watson can sing so pretty. <laughs> I think I think they're just really... Disney's trying to make all their money right now before... before you mean the remake all their money? I would say they Yeah, all- but they're trying to make it now before the people who actually care about their movies <laughs> get too old. You know? Because a lot of the kids now, like, they don't even fucking know who Cinderella and Simba are. Like, they don't care about these people. So they're trying to catch us before, like, we get too old and... Let's just put it, let's just face it. Disney owns our childhood. Yeah. All the old Disney movies, they own Marvel, they own Star Wars, they own our childhood. Yeah. But Will Smith is Dumbo or in Dumbo. Uh, did they say what role he'd, he'd take in I that? can only imagine that it... he'd be like the ringmaster that owns okay. Dumbo and his mom or something like that. Okay. Unless, of course, like, how much, how, how much do you think Will Smith normally gets paid for a movie? I I can't even just guessed it. Guessed man. I'm guessing at least eight figures. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna call it at least like, let's just say twelve million on a on a basic movie. On a basic movie. Yeah. This is what this I think is gonna happen. I think they're gonna be like Will Smith, bro. Got your twelve million here. All we need you to do is go. And he's gonna do it. He's gonna be like. He's gonna be in the studios like. Boom! Headphones on. Let's do this. Let's rock this out. I mean, Will Smith is a damn good actor. I will say that there there hasn't been very much that he's done that's let me down. After Earth, yeah. As long as he's he's not trying to make do an accent because Jesus. Wow, wow, West. Wow, wow. That was kind of funny. I I can give him a little credit for that. Concussion. Kid, you liked it. It's not good now, man. I watched (laughs) it like two months ago. Okay. It doesn't stand up. Okay. Now I will say, like, it's cultish. I could see how people could like that movie still, but it's bad. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. Will Smith hasn't been something Tim Burton style, dark and gritty, and I don't know ever. Have you? Can y'all think of anything? No. He's he's never been like a makeup and glitter. Kind I mean, of. the closest would be what Men in Black, but he's still basically Will Smith in yeah, that movie. Oh yeah. Really put in he didn't have to put on any makeup or anything yeah. for that like he didn't get it's just wore a suit but yeah i mean he is a damn good actor ali was fantastic yeah yeah so and it will be interesting to see him act against and in the inevitable johnny depp you know <laughs> intro whatever he's gonna do because uh, and it's Tim a Tim Burton's Burton wife movie. uh helena bottom carter yeah 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 she'll be in it too somewhere she'll voice the mom yeah dumbo's mom mm-hmm That's and then if any of Johnny Depp's only in the, you know, the freak out scene, you know he's going to be in the movie at least once. Oh, you mean like the the, the elephants getting drunk scene? Yes. How do I always forget that that was in Dumbo? Because what you, a fucked up psychedelic scene that is. Because you were like six when you watched it, it gave you PTSD and you fucking repressed it until yeah. you saw it. Again. I, I think my parents were so protective they just fast forwarded through that part. It's like you know, elephants—they fell on some funny liquid, and you don't need to see this part, right? Yeah, a couple of my coworkers were talking about that the other day. They're like, I watched Dumbo the other day, you know, because they're coming out with the remake, and I don't think I ever noticed that he got drunk. And he's like, why Why the fuck is Dumbo drunk? Yeah. Like, and we're showing this to our kids. It's like, uh. Well, I mean, uh, okay, like Pinocchio. Saw, yeah. Pinocchio. There was an island where kids would go 
get drunk, smoke cigars, trash it, and then they magically turned into donkeys and were sent to be slaves in a salt mine. I gotta go. That fucking actually watch Pinocchio happened again. in Pinocchio. Really? I gotta go watch this movie again now. And they don't. They don't like. There's no resolution to that. Like it Pinocchio. Pinocchio gets away. But everybody else. Yeah. And here's the on. kicker. Like he's got ears. Like the whole movie. So it's not like a thing that goes away. So like, there's kids like right now working in a salt mine in Disneyland, <laughs> and they're just like these little kids transformed to donkeys. Like, how fucked up is that? And that's in your childhood. Well, we didn't notice it. They they gave it to us subliminally, so that's how the that's how they got us. I think I think it was a symbolic. They symbolic. Knew, they, they knew how the the modern economy was going to be. It's like, hey man, you're going to be grinding away in that salt mine all month. So we're just going to go ahead and brainwash you for that now. Yeah, may as well. Do you guys smell that? Because it's what's the rocks cooking. Damn it. Womp womp. <laughs> Fuck. You are a jabroni for I that. I tried, line. man. I am a jabroni. It you doesn't matter that you tried. Doesn't matter. <laughs> So apparently the the rock is is getting my wife's oh, new crush. Oh, is he? Moana really did it for her. No, it's just because he is. Mike, rip- can we put on the Moana soundtrack? He's ripped as shit, and he has a really really adorable smile. Apparently, just apparently like lights that. up the room. Tell right? us tell us more about Dwayne Johnson, Mike. <laughs> is he your wife's crush or is he your crush? Dude, he's been my crush since like the late '90s when he came in. Yeah. Oh, you like all the hair, like the fuzzy hair on top that he used to have? And the fanny pack. The fanny pack. Oh, I don't remember the fanny pack. Was you that when he was... It up, sir. Was that before he was The Rock? That was when he was becoming The Rock. He did the Rocky Maivia thing and then joined the Nation of Domination. I am really letting my wrestling nerd flag fly right now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so he's actually um, going to play a villain in the ne- in a DC movie. I guess he... They offered him the role of Shazam, but he wanted Black Adam. Yeah, apparently he uh, he felt like Black Adam had more uh, more depth to his character, more nuance, more nuance. So he was like an onion; it's got layers. <laughs> yeah. What I'm seeing is, you know, Shazam's, you know, for most of the movies, going to be like a 12 year old kid. I think he's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because if you think about it, most people would say, "I want to be the good guy," because the good guy is going to be in the sequels. You know. Yeah, but then. The bad guy gets like, the bad guy gets all the bad kids. Like those are the kids who want to watch. Like yeah, let's let's go look at the, the. I thought you were gonna say the bad guy gets the girl. Well yeah, not not all the time. The bad guy usually like takes the girl. The girl doesn't want to be with him. He just kind of like snatches her up. It's like I got your yeah. bitch. Well I don't know. Like <laughs> I think the Rock. He's what like the best. He's the highest paid. Highest paid male actor. He's the highest paid male actor right now. So. And he's, uh, he's in goddamn everything too. Yeah, action movies, funny movies. He's uh, gonna be he's in definitely Baywatch. Earning this chick. Baywatch. I mean, that's right up his alley. Oh yeah, right up his alley. And trying to take his shirt off. Yeah, he's definitely uh, doing really well for himself. Ballers was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed him in that role. Moana from Disney. He voiced uh, Maui. 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 Did it bother anybody else? They said his name different sometimes. Uh, I honestly didn't notice. Oh, okay. Um, he did his own singing too, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. And Lin Manuel uh, uh, wrote Lin- that song for him. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Now, I have other stories about Lin Manuel, but anyway, um, I just want my wife to stop singing it. I just want him to hurry up and finish the King Killer Chronicle movies, but that's just me. Yeah, it's just you. It is just <laughs> you, sir. It's okay, but I mean, let's face it. If you're talking about sequels, 
Can you name another Shazam villain? Let's be honest here. Um, Merlin? Doesn't Merlin go bad at some point? Exactly. <laughs> so, he has... He can be in it whenever he wants. He's on friggin' Superman's power level. He could... They could put him wherever they want. The Rock's like, hey, I want to be in this movie. You think they're going to say, no, it's the fucking Rock. Does that ever annoy you that the biggest, most well-known villains for most superheroes are uh, bad guys with their same exact power sets? Because Shazam has Black Adam. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man has Venom. Venom. Go on. Yeah. Superman has Lex Luthor in Superman armor. Yeah, that I don't see that counting. I, you could have said Bizarro or Doomsday. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll say that then. I'm just saying, like... Which, uh, if you say that, I'm going to get back into ripping Batman versus Superman. Oh, no, don't don't get back into that. <laughs> it's been, like, over a year. Like, we can let that go. It still sucks. Uh, anyway. But, but I mean, does that ever bother you? Um, It seems like a bit of lazy writing, but... I mean, Ant-Man... Was yellow jacket? Yellow jacket. Ooh, we both have shrinking powers. K. Yeah, uh, and the first yeah. Iron Man movie was Iron, Iron Monger. Monger. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just something that I notice over time. Yeah, and Batman with Rachel Ghoul. Yeah, yeah. He basically taught him everything he knows. See, you're always gonna have a little bit of that. I think. I think it's a trope at this point. I mean, it feels kind of lazy, but if it's done well, it, I I usually don't even notice. This is just a good formula. I think that's the only way that they can make it. Like, this guy is so fucking super. How do we make somebody better than him? He's got to be able to do the exact same thing, except he's got fire vision, you know? So So you think it's like a, um, this is what our hero could have been if some things had changed? Uh, Yeah, in a sense. But I think it's more so nobody's going to believe, like, Batman, no matter what powers you give anybody, you don't expect them to be able to beat Batman unless they too have some kind of utility belt and a special vehicle that like has weapons. It's like shit. He might have a chance, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like he's got to match this guy or be better. Yeah. Like you can't have a completely different set of powers or else nobody's gonna give a shit. I mean, then you're gonna have you know Luke Cage just motoring through just every random guy. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, Luke Cage was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But- and it's actually, I think, the only superhero show where the good guy lost. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you almost have to, like, to your point, I think you almost have to have at least somebody that's on the same power level, especially with people that have superpowers. Like a Superman, you have to have somebody that can pose a legitimate threat or you don't have a movie. Yeah, but see, to me, I think Superman's greatest strength is his tenacity, like his determination to win. Um, the like in the Doomsday fight, he literally fought until he died on his Which feet. Which was stupid because they could have just given Wonder Woman the fucking Kryptonite spear. Oh, are we talking about the movie? I'm sorry, I was talking about the comic book. Oh, but, but okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's one example. Yeah. And I mean, but then you have that. You have Darkseid, which kind of does the same thing. Yeah. The best villains are the ones that put Superman at a disadvantage. So I think so, too. So you're kind of answering your own question, aren't you? Well, no, no. That was what I was going to say. I was going to say I enjoy it more when those kind of characters are at a disadvantage. 
other than like I don't like the fair matchups. Like I don't like the <laughs> yellow jacket versus Ant Man thing. Like that that's bullshit. That that is lazy writing to me. Okay, so it depends on the scope of the power and the villain needs to be the one that is stronger, is basically what you're saying? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely see that. Uh, I don't know where all that was going. Uh, after the break, we've got a little bit of politics for you and then uh, an exclusive interview with founder of Minority Reform, Marcus Reynolds. <clears throat> Would you please remove your podcast from the internet? It doesn't help the world in any way. You don't possess those skills. What a sad life way to express yourself to your peers. Mel suggested we record a promo for Barely Living the Dream, our podcast about independent filmmaking straight from the trenches. I suggested we read some hate mail, you know, to keep us humble. This one, I, this one uh, was right after the place to show it was free. Now, if I can get these out and have this all the we're supposed to be. Talk about a movie that doesn't go anywhere. Join us as we talk about making movies and living the dream. Barely. New episodes available every couple weeks. When we aren't on set. Only on the B&E Podcast Network. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and bmoviesandebooks.com. How do you think you guys sound like total fools? Uh, so let's jump right into it, sir. This week fucking sucked. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really affect me, but goddamn. So if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Monday, the Senate at like one in the morning uh, repealed Obamacare. Um, they got the votes. I think it was 51 to 48. Yep. Um, and then it goes to the House. Um, and all week we've been kind of like trying to get people to call their representatives and vote against this um, because that's the only way to change, you know, the government's mind is, is to convince senators and, and congressmen to not vote that way uh, under threat of, listen, bitch, I'm going to vote for somebody else or run against you my damn self. Well, um, the House just voted on a budget resolution that was basically the next step in repealing. So Yeah, they did that at like 4 o'clock. Yeah. Yep, that happened today. So I, I, it's, for the most part, goner. Yeah. Well, I mean, they is, still have. They, this is just laying the groundwork for it. They still have to actually. What are they going to replace it with? That's the that's thing. the question. Like, I mean, I don't think that it should be gone either. But at least show us what you're going to replace it with. Don't just like get rid of the shit. And it's like, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to figure something out. But this shit has to go. Well, I I need my insulin every month. Yeah. <laughs> so, what am I going to do between now and whenever, whenever you, you replace it? Who you, knows? I mean. Literally millions of people sitting on pins and needles waiting to find out what they're going to replace it with. Otherwise, a lot of them are fucking dead. Yeah, and and it's stupid because I'm so worried about all these people. I'm now worrying about myself because my blood pressure has been crazy the last couple days. This whole week has me so angry and I can't stop myself from going to Twitter and just doing like searching for the hashtag save ACA yeah. and reading these heartbreaking stories from people who are going to be losing what's keeping them alive. And I mean, that doesn't even count the pre-existing conditions because, yeah, Trump said they're not going to to they're not going to repeal that part. But who the fuck believes anything he says now? Well, I mean, he also said they were going to repeal and replace. And I and would here- love to see the plan. 
Because yeah. until I see something, like we like what you uh, posted last week, what Obama said, if they actually come up with a plan that is as good or better than Obamacare, I will be on the fucking front line saying, let's do this. Yeah. yeah Otherwise, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know what? I'm catching myself being more militant. Like, I, I know we've said on the podcast before, like, Republicans aren't evil. I still don't think that. But their actions are being evil as fuck. Yeah, I mean, there are some things <laughs> I will be like, hey, you know, that's, we have a difference of opinion. These are people's lives here. And if I wasn't, you know, if my employer didn't give me insurance, I'd be fucked. I, I'm an asthmatic. I have, you know, a, heart, a bit of a heart condition. You know, I have depression. These are called fucking pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm. Guess who's not going to be insured? Yeah. I mean... It goes even further than that. I didn't know this because I had never heard this story before, but apparently it's pretty common. I I told Melissa about it, and she was like, yeah, that happens all the time. Apparently, pregnancy is a pre-existing condition. So if you try to get your pregnant wife insured, you got nothing. You have no recourse. Until the ACA. Until the ACA. And that's what they decided to gut this week. Yeah. So forgive me if I've been a little bit edgy towards my more conservative friends. But Same, especially on social media, because I've been just like, what the fuck you say? What the fuck is that? Yeah, no. I've been very like in your face about shit. I think it's more so, though, like, um, I mean, of course, it's not everyone in the party, but I think it's more so uh, the Republicans just as a party, they are generally more wealthy people, more big business people. And so they don't really care about the health care insurance because they can afford to pay if something actually goes wrong with them. They're more so worried about the business end of it because the Affordable Care Act also, like, it's, it changed the way that, like, doctors and providers get paid. And they were actually trying to, like, do away with um, a lot of the, they're trying to do away with a lot of the unnecessary payments and un- unnecessary treatments. So, like, you go to the doctor for therapy and the therapy never fucking helps that doctor is not going to get paid or you know they're trying to do away with them even giving you the therapy if you didn't have to do that shit anyway because that's just another way for them to make money and that's what people are afraid of you know they don't want they don't want to stop that because the medical industry is a big business you know Mm -hmm. people are making a lot of money off of that and if you do away with that then you're taken out of their pockets so they'd rather us go without insurance and have to fucking fend for ourselves than them lose a couple of bucks you know well, not to mention that repealing the APA the ACA is going to give the top one percent quite a hefty fucking tax cut too mm. so and I agree with what you're saying with the Republicans being more of the wealthy which blows my fucking mind how they somehow co-opted this rhetoric of how they're for the common man fucking really yeah and i don't i find myself at these crossroads of trying to understand republican voters especially ones that are they're fairly happy they're in that like 40 percent of people that think trump is doing a good job in his transition did you see that poll (laughs) no he's the first president-elect to come into office with a negative approval rating approval rating i did see that yeah and i mean his little twitter antics aren't exactly helping things no and and he's not going to stop tweeting 
Did you see Paul Ryan's uh, town hall? Um, I saw bits and pieces. I didn't get to see the whole thing. There was this one really touching moment where uh, a gentleman was talking, and he said, I was a Republican. I decided that if they passed the ACA, then I would rather shut down my business than go along with that. And then he goes, then I got sick. The ACA saved my life, and I thank Obama from the bottom of my heart. So how could you possibly repeal Obamacare without a replacement plan in place? And Paul Ryan, he did that thing that, that politicians do a lot of times. They're like, oh my god, I'm so happy that you're here and asking your question. And the whole time he's going like, I'm fucked, I'm fucked, I'm fucked, I'm fucked in his head. And then... Basically, what he said was, get behind Trump and the replacement plan that's definitely coming. Where is it? Where's the bill? Can we have a few details? Yeah. I I mean, I feel like this is Trump's campaign all again. This is the wall. Yeah. Uh, Or drain the swamp or any other thing that he said that he obviously had no plans to actually implement. Anything else he said that's in 140 characters or less. Yeah, no shit. That's what this this healthcare plan is. Healthcare should not be able to fit into 140 characters. And again, the ACA repeal does not affect me in the least. The ACA kind of made my, like I said last week, made my situation a little bit more difficult, allegedly. It was, I'm pretty sure it was used as a scapegoat. Because the ACA made insurance costs too great that they were going to make sure that any spouse that could get insurance through their employer had to take that and we had to drop them. So I'm really going to start, you know, hitting them up on social media and call them and be like, hey, uh, ACA's repealed. You're going to take that caveat out or is it just used as a scapegoat to save money, you little bastards? Yeah, um, it's going to be fun watching insurance rates go up next year. Yeah. And then people being like, well, the ACA is gone. Why are insurance rates going up? Because the ACA is gone. Yeah. Because that's what insurance rates do. Whenever you don't have any kind of like caps or anything on insurance rates, they go up. Because they don't care about your health. When you profitize people's health, that's about the most evil thing I can think of. I mean, I feel the same way about healthcare as I do about uh, like the prison systems. I do not think they should be for profit. No. No, it just leaves the door open for just all kinds of abuse. Yeah, and whenever markets force prices up or down, that's people living or did dying. You, did you see the uh, meme about the Trump supporter who was so happy Obama yes. was getting repealed? Oh my God, found I out he was my on ass it. off. And then I was sad for the person because I, they probably needed that insurance. Yeah, I felt bad, but I'm like, this is what happens. You have to inform yourself. So, did you hear about this? I didn't get a chance to see that. So basically, there's a this meme that was going around, kind of went viral. This guy was had a Facebook message with some of his friends. He's like, "Happy that Obamacare is getting repealed." Is it? And that's, his, what his, that's what his like status was on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And like, his friends were like, "You know, thousands yeah. of people are going to be, you know, without insurance because of this." He's like, "Oh, that's fine. They should just get on the ACA," and people were like. What? Yeah, it's it's just it's more so the name, and that's kind of what I'm thinking too. I'm because because Trump originally said that he wanted to repeal it and replace it, like you like you just said, 
And he also said that he hated everything about it. And then like weeks later, he's like, oh, you know, I don't hate everything. There's a couple of good parts in here. I'm thinking he's really just going to repeal it and then come up with the new plan, which is going to be essentially the same thing with a different name. I'd be fine with that. He just put his He's name just on gonna it. Put that a doesn't bother me at all. Because that's exactly what you just said. That guy's just, he was glad that it was ending because it's Obamacare to him. Yeah, but the I ACA mean, was something completely different. At this different. point, just to save people's lives, if he wants to do the exact same thing and call it Trump Care, fine. Yeah, no, I, I have no problem with that. Run to Republican leadership, call it Trump Care, just save people's lives. Call it whatever you and want. And that's, I think that's what's getting me like all riled up it's like this is literally people's lives and like whenever they pass shit that can be abstract Mm -hmm. you know like oh well we want to do you know 20 week abortions instead of 25 like okay that you're a piece of shit but that doesn't really affect a lot of people that i know of affects a lot of fucking women but it doesn't affect a lot of people that i know directly Right, but here we're talking about the ACA, like millions across the it's country. A shit ton of people. Yeah, if you just search on Twitter for hashtag Save the ACA, it is heartbreaking how many people are just scared to death. They don't know how they're going to live through the next four years if this gets repealed. Yeah, I, I've been reading a lot of stories of of like the ACA saved my life, or. It was 1998, and this happened to me, and I couldn't get coverage anywhere, and now I'm in debt. I need the ACA. I needed the ACA back when there wasn't even an ACA. Um, And by the way, I'm done calling it Obamacare (laughs) because I think that's part of the reason that we got fucked. I I completely agree with you. Yeah. Uh, So I'm I'm doing ACA, and every time a Republican calls it Obamacare, when I tweet back angrily, I call it ACA. I actually... Go ahead. I work in in the insurance industry, and uh, it's actually like a, I am, I'm a piece of shit. I'm one of those guys now. Um, But our boss actually tells us to not refer to the ACA as Obamacare. And then they also said, if anyone asks about Obamacare, tell them that we don't know anything about it and that they have to go to the ACA website for information on that. It's like, just tell them we don't know shit about that. It's like... You are really, like, turning people away from, like, health in their life right now. That sucks. It really does. But, like, flip the, the, you know, like flip the situation, I'd totally do the same thing. Because like, the ACA can be complicated. Yeah. And people can get really angry. So it's a lot easier just to send them to the source. It's like, yeah, we don't know anything about that. Why don't you call, call, call home about it? Yeah. How, just, how sad is it that... They're, you know, they're basically sentencing some people to death unless they actually do replace this because they don't like the name, because of the stigma attached. Oh, it's petty. It's really petty. Is there a word that goes beyond that? Because I don't think deeper than petty. Oh man, I don't know. I'm not an English major. Shut up. I was dumb and I got my degree in general business. Oh, I'm. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting my degree in English, and I'm still at UPS. Oh, oh, I thought you were general business. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I knew you were doing creative writing, but I, yeah. I thought you were general business. Nope, still. I'm trying to teach. Okay. Which, is, this is going to get me fired. Why? <laughs> Just being on the podcast? Yeah, spouting my leftist liberal agenda in Texas. 
Well, I mean, if you wanna, if you want me to give you like a porn star nickname that you want to start <laughs> using, we can, we can do that. No, I'm good. You, you sure you don't want me to call you like ah, this is my co-host Humongous? <laughs> no, I'm good. All right, Mr. Mungus. Two versus three, nerds with beers and opinions. A podcast on the B&E Network, hosted by Cody O, Kyle Hodge, and Greg Moser. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and... Episodes available at iTunes, Stitcher, and... <laughs> Episodes available at the B&E Network. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher... <laughs> <laughs> and giggle fits. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and bmoviesandebooks.com. All right, it's Rodney and Mike here, sitting with Marcus Reynolds, the founder of Minority Reform. How are you, dude? I'm doing pretty good. Doing you having fun good. so far? I'm having some fun. I'm having some fun. Learning a lot right now as well. Learning some some movie information, some political information. I'm having a good time. Minority, minority reform. So how long that has that been going on? Uh, minority reform, uh, I'll say about seven months now. I started it um, early early July, late June of, of last summer, 2016. So you said um, that you really enjoyed... Like bringing out the positivity in your in your community and yeah. and, and and through good works and things like that. Yeah. What have you What have you done so far? Um, well, over the past few months, so between July and uh, the end of November, I was taking donations of winter clothes, um, just meeting up with people, you know, word of mouth or out through Facebook, whatever. Um, taking donations of winter clothes, hats, and items like that, blankets and things like that, to give to the homeless people uh, in the downtown communities. Mm -hmm. um, and I did that, of course, so they can have protection from the winter, um, but also because a lot of people just give their stuff away to, like, Goodwill, and, you know, they kind of feel like, oh, that's good enough, I gave it away to somewhere, but um, Goodwill's just kind of going to resell it, or they're going to give it some, you know, do something like that with it, whereas we can actually get out there ourselves and give it to someone who actually needs it and they can't afford it because they're trying to scrape change together just to eat. Yeah. You know, you can't get money to eat and buy a sweater. Well, if you, you know, dropped so. all that stuff off in November, then that was good timing because yeah. December in Texas yeah. and Houston area got freezing. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. Did you hand it out at shelters or did you do it? Actually, um, on the street? We actually just went out into the street. Uh, we were, I forget, I forget the cross street, but we were, I think it was Travis Street um, over by the, the Greyhound bus station area. Mm -hmm. uh, we went over in that area. There's actually a good number of homeless people around that area uh, because they use the bus station for shelter. Um, we just kind of parked in one of the parking lots and went around and got the attention of a few few people and told them to come over and check out the clothes we had and pick whatever they wanted. They got a few other people to come over, and before you knew it, I mean, we had maybe a good 30 or so people all around just kind of digging through boxes, getting things they needed. Anybody say thank you? Uh, a lot of them did, you know, and it, that, was, that was an humbling experience also to kind of, like, most people think that homeless people are, like, I guess un ungrateful. They're just like, oh, gimme, gimme, gimme. But they were they were like really happy to have something. It's like, oh, you got any extra pairs of jeans? Oh, is that a hat? Is that a jacket? You got any jackets? They're like, man, thank you. I've I've been looking for this. And like, there was one guy who's 
he's like, man, I heard you guys were giving away clothes and I was, you know, two blocks away and, you know, I came running as fast as I could. You guys got any more jackets? And, you know, we gave him a jacket and he's like just so thankful. So it's just good to see people really thankful to get something that, you know, someone else would be like, you know, I don't want this. It's used, you know, so. Yeah, I'll just throw this away. Or, you know, oh, it's got a tear on it. Yeah. You know, like, these are these are things that people can still actually be using. Right. Um, it's really sad to see, A, any homelessness in America. Right. I mean, we're supposed to be the, the land of milk and honey over here, and we have people living on benches and things like that. Yeah. I know last time I did a homeless outreach thing, we actually had, um, like, issues with law enforcement because of um and this was actually in, in uh denver they had passed a city beautification act basically making it illegal for homeless people to sleep out in the streets in, in denver mm-hmm. so when we were giving out food for them the cops were telling us you know you got to go home or you're going to be arrested is it did you have any sort of problem like that? No, we didn't have that issue. Uh, there was actually another group alongside of us um, that was next to us. They were giving away, like, sack lunches uh, to these people. And, of course, they, like, the homeless people that are out there, they've got, like, their different backpacks and duffel bags that they keep their things in. So they were really just kind of stuffing the clothes in that. Um, but uh, I did hear about an issue that I was afraid I was going to run into. Uh, there was a, a big thing about the police taking things from the homeless people like say there were people out feeding the homeless or giving them like blankets and things like that and then they were saying that the police would come by and just kind of take all that stuff from them and throw it away and i mean i'm not sure exactly why they were doing that but um we didn't see any any of it or run into that issue um but i do hear that they they are having like a lot of law enforcement issues with the homeless so I've actually been hearing the same thing. They've been doing things like that and breaking up communities where homeless normally gather um, and that kind of thing. Um, It's a little bit of common sense. It's a little bit of speculation. Uh, Super Bowl is coming in February. Right. Okay. A lot of in-town visitors, you know, a lot of money pouring into Houston. I think that's what it is, man. Uh, Like seriously, I I think they're they're, they're breaking them down um, so they can get them out of the way for the Super Bowl. And you're, you know, Houston putting its best face on, you know, and kind of trotting on the people that actually need help. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's sad, but like, and I love Houston, but like, when you hear something like that, it's like, oh fuck, like, how do you help that? You know, you run for for <laughs> for city council. That's that's the reason though. Like, it's it's the Super Bowl. So, so do you have? Any plans to start to make this sort of a regular thing? Uh, yeah, I'm actually hoping to do that uh, annually if I can. Uh, right now, I'm also working um, for the spring. I'm working on uh, something with children. I'm not exactly sure which direction I'm going to take it uh, with them, but I want to do something. Um, I don't know if I want to get them to do like a maybe like a, a writing or art contest, or if I want to like do something and get them out and be active. Uh, but I want to do something where I'm giving away like a a small $500 scholarship because I mean $500 wouldn't be hard to like raise or to come up with over the course of a few months and to like give that to some kid that's like going off to college. I know how hard it was for me uh, actually being in college. So like just to do something like that to even for them to use for like books or anything like that. Just I'm um, trying to find 
multiple ways to do stuff in the community and get other people involved uh, in the community like so, that. Most of what you're doing, I guess, for lack of a better word, is sort of crowdfunded a bit. I mean, um, yeah, um, I I do come out of pocket some for for the funding uh, for some of the projects, of course, because I'm just starting out. So of course, I don't have all the help that I want. Right. Um, but I I was given donations. Ditto. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I completely understand. It's hard getting a start, but you know you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you know anything about business, not that this is a business, but you still have to treat it like a business if you want it to last. And and if there's anything you know, you know that most businesses in their first year lose money. So you know you got to put something into it if you expect to get something out. So I, the little bit of money that I put into it, and then just the man hours of actually getting out there and like trying to get people to just know what it is or even care to get involved, you know. So, so how are you planning on doing that? Um, uh, I, I guess you have a website? I do have a website, uh, minorityreform.com. Um, so I have information on there. When I was doing the the, uh, the homeless giveaway, I actually had uh, links on there for people to uh, send donations or to actually uh, li- Meet, meet me or send donations to my home. Um, let's see, I'm also, of course, on social networks uh, where I have a page. Uh, and um, word of mouth, of course, I got shirts that I've gotten printed up uh, that people can find. You can also find those on the website. Uh, but I have reformed shirts that uh, people can get, just any way to get get it out there in front of, people, in front of people's faces. So, you know, they just recognize the brand the proceeds of the shirt sales are going to your everything events. yeah everything goes towards like helping out so the money that i made from the shirts i use that to help buy like um some of the the beanie hats for winter and things like that so i use like those those little bit of funds to help buy extra items to give away and then uh going forward like any proceeds i get for the shirts or any donations i plan to use that like for the scholarship plan and things like that so i mean in a sense, yeah, I'm selling things, but all the prof- all the profits is going towards like the community or the programs that I'm actually putting on. Very cool. And um, you said you don't know what what you're doing next. Um, not not exactly. Like I said, I'm. I know I want to do something with children. Um, I mean, of course, I'm not just gonna stick books. to books. Definitely, um, we got to get get people back into reading. Um, I know myself growing up, I wasn't big into reading, but I've been uh, reading a, a bit lately and it helps. It actually helps whether people believe it or not. Even if you're reading just fiction, if you're reading like, you know, inspirational books, it, whatever it is, like just reading period helps. Like it takes you, takes you away from, you know, reality TV, just the stuff that people are getting brainwashed with. So like stuff like that just it relaxes your mind and, yeah and strengthens it yeah i mean like i know it sounds cheesy but like i was a big reader growing up yeah um and i absolutely loved it i loved where reading could take me yeah um and i, I loved exactly i mean it's it's all about using your imagination yeah um and i i think as a nerd like that's where 90 percent of the stuff that i love comes from is some guy's imagination yeah. uh, seems like we need another Harry Potter phenomenon to get the kids reading again. Yeah, yeah. Because I know as soon as that came out, every other person in the classroom had a book in their hand, and yeah. I haven't seen that since. Yeah, nothing's happened. I think the last the last part or the last ep- epidemic I saw like that was Twilight. Twilight was it. 
And that was okay. Well, we can do better. There, there are levels. Like (laughs) reading isn't just. I mean, great. No matter what you big book series. Yeah, Yeah, the last big book series where like a large part of the (laughs) population was like reading it. Read the King Killer Chronicle. No, Mike. No one wants to read that. Well, fuck you. It's brilliant. (laughs) No, I, I need to. Do you have it? I'll borrow it from you. Can't have mine. It's the first edition. Oh God. That was worth like twelve hundred dollars. Screw you. All right. Well that's that's actually legit. Okay, well I think we're actually kinda done. So like you wanna we wanna wrap it up? Um do you wanna Oh yeah, do you wanna plug your stuff by actually saying the name of it? Um Man, Minority Reform, minorityreform.com, check out the website, get involved in your community, even if you're not getting involved with me. Is there a donate button? Can we donate straight from the website? You can donate from the website. Um, Buy a shirt, even if you don't want to donate cash. I completely understand that. Some people don't like giving money away. Buy a shirt. That way you got something to show for it. Um, Get involved, man. Stop sitting on your asses, man. We all need help out here. Show somebody else that you care about something other than yourselves. Even if it's just with a smile. Even if it's just with a smile. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and end it because that was that was damn good. It was inspiring. That's the power of positivity. I, I power brought of positivity. There's a little tear. I mean, that could be sweat, but it's near my eye. Hey, man, if you just tilt over a little bit, yeah, and let I it could fall, get it over know, there. I I I'd love that. No, <laughs> but um, I guess since we are still recording, I just want to say thank you guys for having me. Oh, uh, yeah, this was really fun. Well, uh, this is my have... first experience like this, but uh, I definitely plan to do this again. If you guys want to have me again oh, next some, time you have your plan come up we'll plug the hell out of it i'm yeah. definitely there for it um and we'll i hope you recording. guys i wish you guys the best uh with your podcasting uh-huh. a 14th you. and a 15th episode you yeah. know at, oh is that it that's all yeah. you want us to go <laughs> i mean you know just two more episodes beyond that but you gotta well, start that, somewhere trump takes control and we're gonna be in the camps yeah yeah i thought we i thought we said it was gonna be a gulag gulag sorry yeah. my bad uh, we're gonna be paying for that wall <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we better start saving up. All right, start learning Russian. I think I'm gonna look that up for next next time. I'm gonna look up how to say like keep it nerdy in Russian. Keep it nerdy. And with that, I think I think we're out of here, Mike. Yeah, you wanna plug our stuff? I guess. No. Yeah, of course. So um, we are nerds on the left, and we are almost everywhere. So Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Search for Nerds on the Left. We're going to be there. We even have nerdsontheleft.com if you want to swing by and check that out. Um, Also, our blog section and gallery are empty right now on our website. Um, That's because we are waiting for people like you to fill us with content. So send me your cosplay pictures, any kind of thing you enjoying, something you love. Comics, politics, action figures cosplay whatever you like send me it and i will post it on our website we're at nerds on the left and i'm rodney i'm mike see you next time keep it nerdy like if somebody doesn't give obama and biden like a reality show i'm gonna be pissed that would be perfect at least a little sketch series or something. That'd be perfect. Like Key and Peele. Uh-huh. A little show like Joe that. Joe and Barry. Joe and Barry. God. I watched that. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com. Yeah.